school's industrial, scaled-up, measurable structure means that fear must be used to keep the masses in line. There's no other way to get hundreds or thousands of kids to comply, to process that many bodies, en masse, without simultaneous coordination. And the flip side of this fear and conformity must be that passion will be destroyed. There's no room for someone who wants to go faster, or someone who wants to do something else, or someone who cares about a particular issue. Move on. Write it in your notes. There will be a test later. A multiple choice test. Hey, it's Jessa, and this is Life After School. I have just read to you a part of the manifesto Seth Godin wrote about what school is for. Probably I'd be doing it a lot often here because it is the very manifesto that inspired me to start this podcast in the first place. If you want to know more about the manifesto, just go to this episode's show notes. You'll get the link for the downloadable ebook of Stop Stealing Dreams, What is School For? Yes, it's free to download, so go check it out. There are a lot of things you're afraid of, and one is your fear of failure. But how did it start? When you were just a toddler, you were never afraid of exploring things, testing the boundaries of what you can do at the moment. You didn't even care if you used the right words when you talked to your mom or dad. It doesn't matter because you know they'll teach you anyway, and you'll just use the correct word the next time. Fast forward when you started going to school, you learned that getting wrong in front of the class risks you being laughed at. And yes, that's right. We do not want to be in the spotlight, especially when it is for ridicule. So there you go. Your fear of failure began. But was there an end to it? During stressful moments, our brain's fear center called the amygdala is on high alert. Did you just run off at the side of your neighbor's dog? That's your amygdala at work. Scared of a movie you just watched? Sure, it left your heart pulsing and your muscles tense. This same fear fuels your greatest nightmares such as feeling in front of a crowd where people will laugh at you. Fear of getting a bad grade and being a point of ridicule and shame in the class. Fear of starting something you think might eventually fail. Most of the time, our fear of failure is what exactly keeps us from succeeding in life. And to fail is only painful if you think that it is already the end. Most of our fears might have begun at school, but it also seeps through our career, relationships, and how we work towards our future. It seeps through our communities until it is reinforced into the culture. But is this the way we should live our lives? To live in fear and hide from every opportunity that comes along our way? So, what should you do in the face of fear of failure and in a failure-fearing culture? I think you already know what I'm about to say. And you're probably right. Yes. You need to be brave and take risks. Take the risk of being laughed at for a moment if it means that you will learn how to become better at what you intend to do. Take the risk even if you will not get it right the first time. 
if it means knowing what works the next time. Maybe you are afraid to try new things because you are in an environment that shuns new things. Yes, doing what's familiar is safe. But then, doing the same thing over and over again will eventually get old. Like they always say, change is the only constant. So, living in fear of the unknown will only keep you from making the future you want to live in. Risk-taking can be learned. Bravery can be developed. All these would materialize if you will just surround yourself with the right people and immerse yourself in an environment that rewards bravery, not punishing it. If you already know that being brave and taking risks is what you need to do to overcome your fear of failure, what keeps you from doing anything about it? Maybe you are afraid because you fear the responsibility of owning up to your failure. That instead of taking responsibility to the decisions you made, it's way easier to blame somebody else. That's why you are so keen on following what's expected from you, but not doing more than what makes you indispensable. Just because you do not want to take responsibility. If this speaks to you, then this is the sign you've been waiting for. Take responsibility for your learning, of your career track, and of your life in general. Remember, if you think what you're doing is worth pursuing, don't quit when you feel like you're failing. Because only when you learn to get back up again will you see the fruits of your labor. That's all I've got to say and thank you so much for sharing with me your precious time. If you have any questions for this episode or on previous episodes, just send them in by going to jessa.blog slash podcast. That's J-E-S-S-A dot B-L-O-G slash podcast. I'll play your questions on air and I'll give you a response on the next episode. Sounds cool? Cool! Cool!